All right. What's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies podcast. Actually, technically, it's the back page today. Mm. Um, so I don't really know how I'm supposed to format this. Do I just call this the back page episode three? Or is this the yeah. Barflies podcast episode three? Nah, this is back page. Episode different, three? Different. 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 Like different series? Yeah. yeah. Same umbrella. Under the umbrella of Barflies. Two shows. This is essentially another segment of the episode. Yeah. But we just do it so it's a bit, bit better. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> coming out, yeah, Origin Special last week, which I hope everyone enjoyed who loves listening to a bit of footy dribble. We didn't really talk about any other sports because we didn't want to simply ramble on. What was the infamous Origin Special, mate? <clears throat> it's got to be, you know, got to be all Origin chatter. Uh, look, we're recording this on Tuesday. Game is tomorrow night. Yeah, so it'll be out. Yeah, it won't be out till Thursday. So we'll we'll try not to talk too much Origin. Yeah, we'll try not to. um, But (laughs) we will say we are simply excited. We'll discuss the rounds first. And then if we'll have enough time, we'll jump in a bit of Origin origin special. Cody's just firing up the the iPad. Yeah, it's a professional production here now at the Barflies podcast. Engines revved. Here we go. Um, So... NRL round round thirteen. I'll oh, say this: one of the worst rounds of the year. Oh, shocking! Like just the fact that it's a split round. There's only five games. Yeah, there's like I feel like there's no super coach. Mm. Um, I feel like there's no footy because mm. all the times that I'm able to watch footy, like middle of the day, Saturday, Sunday, there's nothing on. No. So I was, you know, but at least they had uh, a Thursday night game. That's true. I was kind of not expecting that. I guess because there's only four. Uh, there's five games now. It used to be four. Mm. So that's nice. Um, yeah. Look, round 13, always a bit of a a bummer round. Yeah. Always a bit annoying. Um, then we'll go through it. We'll get into it. So first game, Dragons-Dolphins. My goodness, the Dragons were lucky to only walk away with a 14-point margin. They should have got absolutely smashed off the ground. Were they that bad? They were. Second half was unbelievably bad. First half, not too. First half, there was it was all right, and second half they just no. Nah. I was talking to my one of my mates during the game. He made an observation that it seems like because they're quite a young team, maybe they're just they seem like they're always rushing it. They're trying to score off every play, kind of thing. The dragons, yep. And I kind of agree with that a little bit. Yeah. Just doing a bit too much. Get into the get into the grind, like yeah. the dolphins. Dolphins are a new team, young halves. Do you know what they do? They play a bit of grind footy. Yeah. They don't mind getting into it and just completing sets. Um, Anthony Milford played probably his best game in about four years, five years. Yeah. He tore us up. Well, Lomax and Lomax back in the side for the Dragons. Back on yeah. his natural right side. Oh, look. Sully's gone God. back to the left. Thank God. One of the more interesting decisions you'll see this year. Yeah. Um, but look, all round, this game. Kind of went exactly how I thought it would. Yeah. And like... Elements of a poo slinger. I just thought it would, there'd be more points scored in it, but there wasn't. Um, and I think that was that the first game this year at the Dolphins home stadium. Is that called KO Stadium? KO Stadium, yeah. <laughs> Rightfully, KO have got their mitts on on on. Uh, I'm surprised it's taken them on this an long. NRL stadium. Yeah, um, yeah, it must have been. I think it was. I thought their home ground was Suncorp. No, no, no. That Why have they been? They've just been playing all their games. Yeah, they there. have. Yeah. Why is that? Has their ground just not been ready? Maybe not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe it's kind of like a 
You know how the Tigers used to play at ANZ, but then they'd also play at Leichhardt? Yeah. Actually, the Tigers have just announced that next year they're not playing any games at those big stadiums. It's just at Leichhardt and Campbelltown. How good is which that? Which is awesome. We're playing five at Leichhardt, five at Campbelltown, exactly how it should be. And then two in regional areas. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is quite good. Uh, good to see the club actually just making the really obvious decisions. Yeah, and those games, and there's a few of those games now that are going to be played at ANZ or Acor Stadium. Sorry. And honestly, I know we always talk about it on here, but such a rubbish stadium, always looks so empty on TV. Not, yeah, I don't know. Even watching Origin there, as good as it is going to Origin, the ground for watching rugby league, like, isn't great. You're so far away. You're so far away. Like, it's almost like someone said it to me the other day. Like, I think it was even maybe Ryan McLean. like, do you want, would, are people going to the game? What are you saying? It's Jarrett. I don't know. And I was like, oh, like, if you're buying GA tickets, it's awesome to go for, like, the experience. Mm. Uh, I've been lucky enough to go a few times. Um, but, yeah, like you say, you're just so far away from the action. Mm. It's great to great to – And it's good. It's always good atmosphere at the pub anyway. Yeah. Um, look, and next game for the week, we have the Parramatta Eels versus North Queensland Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys got – did Jason – was Jason – big Jason back this week? Great question. Was he was he in the reserves. I don't know if he played. Um, Maybe he wasn't. No, no, it doesn't look like it. He wasn't. Um, regardless, Cowboys missing quite a few players in this team uh, through origin or injury. Like, they were missing a bunch. However, it proves, you know, if you've got a couple of those spine players still there – I mean, they didn't get a result, but they didn't get flogged. I thought they would get, especially Parramatta at home. It was only 24-16. Yeah. And it was only really sealed. There was a try in like the last, what, two minutes or something? Yeah. Mitchell Moses. Yeah. I thought they were going to get absolutely flogged by the Eels. Mm. Um, especially after the Eels had that big victory against South last week. Yeah. Uh, however, they are miss- Eels are missing a couple of players still. But a good win for the Eels. Cowboys and the Eels kind of in similar... Trajectories at the moment need are both we're kind of in the same boat as inconsistent form, lost quite a few games, needing some wins. Para's got the truckies here. Yeah, I don't para are hard to tip at the moment, aren't they? Like well, I I'm kind of sort of just like you look at their team every week and you just go, Oh my god, they're so stacked. Mm. And they just haven't quite kicked. Mm. I, I I work with a Parramatta fan, um, and he said Something along the lines of Parramatta play to at the level of whatever team they're versing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of a reflection on all their results this year. It's kind of like they'll show up against, you know, the Penrith, best Melbourne, whatever. And then, you know, they, they can hardly string a performance together against against someone like the Cowboys. Mm. So, And they beat the – they kind of beat the Rabbitohs pretty comfortably last week as well. Yeah. it's mate, Who knows with, with Parramatta what's going on there. Uh, well, not what's going on, but, yeah, like I said, just hard to hard to read. Hard yeah, to read, but bro. that's why they can upset those big teams. Uh, then we move on to the Warriors-Brisbane game. Now, this game, that Warriors play, I don't know who it was. I can't remember their name, but they scored in literally the last minute and a half of the game. Yeah. And he just pulled that guy's shirt. Yeah. Now, that... Oh. Who would it have been? It was their centre, right? Yeah, Doesn't it was really the same side as... Pompey? Yes, it might have been Pompey. Um, actually, I'm not too sure who it was, but... Wow, that is a that is such a crap way to end the game after coming back, being so close, chance to win it on the side with a kick, and then you that's how you end it. 
to that bloke will have, uh, I'm sure in the changing room there might have been a few words. Yeah, you kind of, of, bit of a weird one, right? Just like probably just a bit of an instinct thing. Like, because yeah. you, you know, you mate, you know what it's like, you bloody pull shirts all the time in, in sport. Mm. Um, especially with frustration, I suppose. Like, yeah. It's just it, a discipline thing, that one. Super disappointing. The Warriors had him. They had him. They had him. And it, imagine if Brisbane lost again. That would have added a bit of spice to the top of the table. Broncos getting it done, though. Uh, they are missing quite a few of their superstar players, but Reynolds came back. Tri- see, they're missing so many people. I'm Tri- surprised they won that game. Try save it from Tristan Saylor. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Great tackle. Tristan yeah. Saylor playing footy again. Look how many players they're missing. I'm... I'm Mate, that's a good win for the Broncos. That's to a go, massive win. Go down there and get it done in New Zealand. No Reese Walsh, no Paddy Cags, no Cobbo, no, no Walsh. No Xavier Coates. Oh, not Xavier Coates. Um, Corey Oates. Pretty big. big. Yeah. Is I'm he still surprised. Injured? Corey Oates? Yeah. I'm surprised Farnsworth, um, Farns, uh, Farnworth. Fern, Farnworth didn't go into the one. I'm a bit shocked. Well, Tristan did a job. He did, but there's always talk of him going there anyway. So I was just a bit surprised. Um, yeah, unfortunate for the Warriors, but yeah, like we said, good win for the Bronx. The Rabbitohs losing again. Surprising. Surprise. I thought they would have bounced back against the Raiders. Raiders, I mean, I know the Rabbitohs are missing Trell Mitt and Jai Arrow, and they were missing Campbell Graham as well, who ended up pulling out with that injury. But the Raiders... Yeah, they get it done again against another big team. They did it when the Broncos were at the top, they beat them. Rabbitohs were at the top, they beat them. And they got absolutely smashed last week, but they well and truly bounced back. Albert Hopawadi, hat-trick. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Another player I've let go on my super coach side, which has been awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Blav. A couple of those young young guns for the Raiders really coming through for them. Corey Horsford as well. Oh, mate. He's been awesome. He's, He's been, been absolutely so unreal. Um, the Raid, oh, mate, it's so disappointing they're losing Jack White. Yeah. So disappointing. They've got a really good sight, the Raiders, and they're yeah. really playing some good footy at the moment. They're six from their last seven, I believe. Um, their side's really taking some shape. Interesting to see how they go this week. They've obviously got the Tigers this week. Seb Chris out with an injury. They're talking um, about resting Jared Croker for playing his 300th at J.O. Stadium in Canberra. Yeah, and they'll be missing Harawira Naira as yeah, well. Yeah, he had seizure. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he's all right. Yeah, and Whitehead's out as well, I think. Couple couple little injuries, but they do have someone like Xavier Savage and whatnot to come into the team. Yeah, good win though. Um, good yeah, win for the Raiders. Great win. Pretty back and forth the whole game too. Yeah, it was a good good watch. But like... I will say, though, Cody Walker had a great game this game, even though they lost. I think he set up about three tries. He's been awesome this year, yeah. Cody Walker. I, I think he's really just taken another step mm. step forward. I didn't I didn't think he sort of had another level to go to. I thought that kind of level he was playing at, mm. even when he was he made as electric as he was a couple of years ago when they played that grand final against Penrith, I thought that was sort of sort of his peak. But he's really kicked since Adam, Adam Reynolds has gone up to Brisbane. So yeah, it's been, been good playing, to see. He's been playing some great The window footy. is well and truly open for South Sydney. Yeah, to win a premiership for sure, especially next year. And well, imagine next year in that game, Jack Whiten just plays fullback. Yeah. Yeah. Like, probably. hello? Probably. Yeah. Are you kidding? It's pretty crazy the depth they're going to have. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, like in a lot of games this year, at crucial points early in the game where the lead was close, 
And it's been happening a lot in different games. Zach Lomax as well has been guilty of it. The Knights have been the Knights have lost two games on the back of doing this. But goal kicking, again, this year has been so important with so many close games mm. that a lot of the like, it's really letting some sides down. So the Knights on the weekend, I mean they ended up winning, but which we'll cover next, but they had missed a couple kicks. South missed a couple kicks early. Could that four points have helped them at any time in the game? Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. Um, look, yeah, pretty massive. So to be discussed, another point. And look, Newcastle Manly 28-18. The Manly fans not happy about this one or the ones we know anyway. They were ropeable. What were they blowing up about? Oh, mate, who knows? Probably just because Manly lost. Yeah, right. Shock, Anytime Manly lose, it's like... The refs, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes okay. there's a J up, but sometimes I'm like, "You guys joking? Or? You lost." Um, Greg Marzu was again. I mean, new, doing a bit of like, mate, how good is Greg Marzu? I mean, we should have known the Knights probably win this one with Kalen Ponga getting not not allowed to play Origin. I was surprised Kalen Ponga cops some big hits in this game. I'm surprised he didn't go off at any point. There was like three massive tackles he was involved in. The one where Cooler got put on report. Was to be fair, a big shot, but I don't know if it was sin bin worthy. I think that's what the blow up was about, was the sin bin. Okay. And yeah, it was borderline. If that was a couple of years ago, yes, it's a sin bin, but the way it gets judged now, no, not a sin bin. Um, yeah. I didn't, I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch this game too closely. I can't, again, much like the, most of the games this weekend, kind of went exactly how I thought mm. it would. Night's just too good, obviously. Having KP and Gagai there against a Jake, Tom, and uh, DCE-less manly side. Mm. Um, too good. Newcastle, too good. And Dom Young and Jason Saab both scored runaway tries. How good was Dom Young's try? Yeah. But I would have loved to have seen one of them chase the other one down. The one where Saab ran off, Dom Young started getting a bit like gaining on him. And then Jason Saab just absolutely coasted in front of him. I would. Did you? Do you remember the Gatorade bolt that they did in like two thousand and nine? Somewhat. Yeah, it was like a hundred meter race. They Who did with won all that? the footy players. Jared Hayne, I think. Yeah, I remember. I remember they had like GI and stuff in it as well. Yeah, GI pulled out halfway through the race. Like he ran fifty and kind of stopped. Yeah, but Hayne. But to be fair, if GI was playing in a game, he wouldn't have been stopping. He would have gone. He would have probably chased. Yeah, like close There's the one where he's like. GI, the yeah, man, I love GI, mate. Josh Morris in the game when he chased, like he was pretty quick as well. Well, that's uh, my point is, I would love to see that now. Yeah, I would love to see the, the. I think Jason Saab would still like he's clear. The yeah, I, I would say he, him, him probably Fox Turbo is up there. Turbo, you know who's quick? Avarillo. Avarillo's got the got wheels. You know what it is though with Turbo, the thing that make with him that's impressive is when he's running far, like he will. Support Saab. Yeah. Number and one, he gains he, on him. Yeah. Yeah. He, but he looks like he's not even trying. Yeah. He just is running. I think Tommy fully fit probably would be up there as well with some of the quickest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's some f- pacey players now in the NRL. That's for sure. Um, not much else to say about this game. Not much else to say. Bit of a stinker. Bit of a stinker. Yeah, the Eels, that the Seagulls team as well, like when they don't have their stars and they've got a couple injuries as well. I like Schuster. I, I really like Schuster. Yeah. He played played pretty well. Played solid. I think with it behind, again, Jake's so important to that side. 
I think. Uh, mm. Obviously, so is DC and Tommy. But I think if that Manly team is is fit and firing, Schuster is going to be a massive asset for them. Yeah, massive I will asset. say this on this Manly team though. Why is KO Weeks playing one when you've got Ruben Garrick there? Ruben or even Cooler. Surely either of those two would be way better than Weeks. And Weeks gone like Weeks to the bench. In terms of all round mm. benefit to the team, surely mm. one of those two going to fullback, particularly Ruben Garrick. Because who was that young manly winger that played against the Storm and he put on those big hits? Yeah, I don't know his name. He was awesome. Yeah. He was great that game. I would have him in the team. Weeks starting at 14, coming on as the kind of impact off the bench, maybe jumps in you know, around the middle somewhere like he had been doing early mm. in the season, which was working. Because every game, every time it seems that he's started, they've lost. I agree. I, at first I kind of got it. I was like, oh, there's this new KO guy. Um, he's got massive wraps on him, obviously. But, yeah, still, obviously, after these, these last few games, you'd, you'd be thinking that they'll go back to, to Garrick at this point. Mm. So, yeah, maybe that guy's still suspended. I don't know. I don't know. That's all the games mm-hmm. from this week. Only the five matches. Only the um, five matches. This week we've got a f- almost a full round, seven matches. Three buys, mainly Newcastle power. Yep. And that leads us to also coming up this week. Obviously, we have Origin coming up. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, we have done the Origin special. Since then, there's been a couple of small developments. The biggest of those being Latrell Mitchell confirmed out. Now, Latrell was in our discussions a lot mm. before, you know, well, during the Origin lead up. Mm. We've been talking about it a fair bit, saying that he, we reckon he's player of the series. Now he's out. It's a shame. Because I would have loved to have seen him ripping, dude. And that, it seems like a strain. It's like a it's a calf strain. It's something so minor as well. That's a massive loss. But it's just huge for him to be out. Um, yeah, and obviously Crichton going in to replace him as 18th man. I, uh, I'm still not sure where I'm at with Stephen Crichton. I personally would have liked to have seen Matty Burton, yeah, come in. Come in at Torp, left center. At Torpies. He just gives you another point of difference. Mm. And like he was awesome last year as he's well. He's been there and he's done it and he was awesome. Yeah. I know Crichton's been there too, but and Crichton's played in so many big games, he's in great form. He fits right in with that Panthers spine. I get it. Mm. So um, but I tell you what, you know who will be kicking themselves? Campbell Graham also being injured at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Because it worked out that he would have come into the team. Yeah, totally. So Totally. You'd hate to say it, because I would have we Campbell Graham slotting in there, you would have even battened up, yeah, battered an eyelid. But look, I, I think Crichton's a good, I think Crichton's a good replacement. Played in heaps of big games, won grand finals. Um, good matchup for speed and strength against people like Val and the Hammer. Mm. Um, I quite like it. And Uto Ikemaru is now 18th man. Yep. Interesting to see him get so close to that that starting squad. Yeah. I just never really expected well, it to Well, maybe be so he's – because Freddie did used to coach the young Blues squad. Yeah, Freddie loves the under 20s or whatever, under 21. So he must have played a fair bit in there coming up yeah. through Freddie. Freddie must have known a bit about him. And now, you know, he's in the team. Yeah, he's a gun, no doubt. It's got that – Freddie loves to just get him get him in real early. Mm. So – But, yeah. So Interesting. I am keen to uh, see how this unfolds. Hopefully Latrell's sweet for game two. And then there's also some chatter. I don't know how much of this is just rubbish or whatever, but uh, they're talking – Nathan Cleary has a wisdom tooth issue. 
He plays, mate. What? He plays. I don't really want to... I personally wouldn't give that too much time. Trying not to. Trying to block it out, personally. Two um, things are never that urgent. I got my wisdom teeth out, mate, but I left it nagging for months. Yeah. I got, right. I got mine out. I was fine the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt Burton's <laughs> also come in as the 19th man. Oh, has he? Yeah. So Matt Burton's with the squad. Blake, Blake Braley's also been added to the extended Saw squad. Saw that. Yeah. Don't hate it. Overcooked. Yeah, I know, but he's. I think he's. He was also the Blues under twenty whatever's hooker. I was Freddy. listening so to. So he's he's the next guy they want in, and all the pundits started talking about heaps as well. So it must be on the uh, the old agenda for the um, the string pullers of the Blues team. Yeah, I was listening to um, Maddie Johns and Cooper Cronk on their podcast. Mm. They know a thing or two about footy. Those blokes. They were sort of talking about the Coruscant Damien Cook thing as a like. This is them moving in the next direction. Yeah. Like, as in, like, the, because I didn't see it like that at all. I saw it as, you know, they've picked Chorus out, I don't know, on form, whatever, and that Cook would probably still be there or thereabouts for the next few years. But the way they were talking about it, and I suppose the Blake Braley inclusion is a nod to that, but it almost seems like they're looking forward now. Mm. And it's almost like Damien Cook, this is again based on what Maddie and Cooper were saying, but the Damien Cook era is almost like behind us, I think. Which is a real, which I thought was super interesting. Mm. Um, I don't really have an opinion on it either way, but I suppose like, yeah, like like you say, now that Blake's there, it checks out. Mm. What do you think? Yep, that sounds about right to me. To be completely honest, but it's still oh, I don't know. It's just a, it's a shame that someone who was such a good servant of the state has been and if Coruscant went down, and he's not that old though. No, they're the same age, right? Like yeah. if Coruscant went down, I'd still be like, I want Cook. Yeah, not Blake Braley. Yeah, and like. But Blake Braley has not played any finals footy. Damien Cook's won premierships. He's played finals, played big games. So, he's, mate, he's that guy. He well and truly he's is. him, and he just adds adds that little bit of spice around the ruck. But look, they do have Nico Hines there, everyone, so don't forget that. I don't know how Nico's going to come into the game yet. Um, you know, we'll see what happens I'm with Cleary or just the event developments of the game. We'll see. It should yeah. be interesting though. Well, by the time everyone's listening to this, they'll know. I keep forgetting that. Uh, center pair ups. So now the center pair ups. How are they looking? So we got. So what were you saying had changed? So, <clears throat> from what I've read, the Queensland sw- centers have swapped sides. So Val traditionally plays left side mm. as he does for the Cowboys. So he's gone to the right. right. Hammer's gone to the left. Okay. The initial talks were that was potentially because Hammer's done a good job on Tommy before, and that puts Val on Latrell. Obviously, that's not the case anymore. And now there's talks of Crichton coming in to the in on the right to play his natural right centre position and Tommy to go to the left. Mm. So I don't know if now Val stays over there. I guess I'm not sure what will happen until they run out on tomorrow night. To be fair, I would love – because Tall and Crichton used to line up on the left with the Panthers, with Luai. Do you remember when they used to do that? Who played right center? That was when um, they had Momorowski. True. Yeah, good point. When they had Momorowski there. Good point. And they had um, someone else. Look, in my opinion, doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter, but I'd, I like, I don't know. It's just cool seeing all the, the Penrith boys link up. Yeah, And for just sure. think about how hyped that left edge would be with Luai Crichton and Tor all on yeah. the same side. But at the same time, in club footy, if Lee Martin comes onto the field at any point, you'd have Cleary, Lee Martin, 
if Lee Martin came on Frizzell, for Frizzell, that is, you'd have Cleary, Lee Martin, Crichton, Toto. Yeah, imagine that. Well, even if you look at it further, it'll be Isaiah Yo, Lee Martin, yeah. Cleary, Crichton, Toto. Yeah. It'll be like six Panthers players in a row. Yeah, still pretty special. So we can't wait. It's good to see. Uh, all I'll say is Queen, a quiet Queensland camp is never great. I'm scared. Like they're always so quiet. Like, maybe scared. it's because we live in New South Wales. So we don't get the buzz. We don't hear anything about it. <laughs> but I don't like it. I'm scared. I don't dude. like. I'm kind of kind of scared. And yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't like what's going on. I don't <sighs> like their silence. I feel like at this point you just kind of got to sit back and. I'm nervous. I'm Tommy Man of the Match tomorrow. I still think I still think New South Wales are going to win, but. I do have like a thought in the back of my mind is like, what's doing? I was thinking that as well. I was like, have we all been wool pulled once again by Queensland that all we talk about is New South Wales and we kind of forget about them and they just come out and win. Yeah. We just write them off and they every just come time, out and win. Every time. That's what I was saying at the origin special. We're being a bit smug. We're being a little bit smug in like underestimating them and just like ignoring the fact that they won last year. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. They love being the underdogs. All the pressure's on us. But <sighs> as usual, as usual. Um, all our, another note. Sorry, just to end on this Origin and NRL talk. I'm kind of intrigued to see because this is the first Origin series after a kangaroo tour in what four or five years because they didn't have any kangaroos games during the COVID period, and that kangaroos tour of the World Cup that happened in the off season. Um. You know, you had obviously players from both sides of New South Wales and Queensland mixing. Mm. You know, they all put, got put into those groups. I don't know if anyone remembers that, but they all got put into teams in, in themselves of a mix of New South Wales and Queensland players. And I'm quite keen to see if that changes anything about the interactions of during the game. Because mm. I've noticed that after that, there's been kind of players that are on tour together after the games and during the games will kind of, you know, interact a little bit more. Yeah. So I'm kind of keen to see what happens, especially because, like, you know, especially players like with Matt. Well, Matt Burton's not playing anymore. In the, he's not playing at the moment in the team. But, like, you know, obviously Gagai and Tino got right into it last year mm. with him. So. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm keen to see what happens. Um, Luai came out. What did Luai say the other day about Selwyn Cobo? I don't know, actually. He, he, said, um, he said something because, you know, Cobo got knocked out and then Luai kind of – G'd up when he was knocked out. He was like, oh, if he wants to prove that he's like upset about it, come and find me on the pitch or something like that. Yeah, right. Just chatting. Oh, good chatting stuff. So good stuff. That's good to see Lewis got got the drums beating. Um, how can you not like him? I don't get how people don't like him. Just tall poppy syndrome. Just that. Yeah, he's a cocky little shit, but who cares? Yeah. yeah. Look, he's a gun. Too fair. Like, even, and like, it's so different because then Munster gets so many, like, Oh, Munster's blah, blah. Munster does just as much grubby. Yeah, they're the, the same amount of shit. Yeah. And he like just plays with like, they both play with heaps of flair. Yeah. But for some reason, Luai gets all the flack. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? You know. Seems like a pretty nice dude as well. Like, Yeah. So look, you know, but that's, to be fair, that's people like, you know, dribblers like Buzz who are doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Did you see, oh, dude, actually made me laugh. His blow about the navy blue jerseys on NRL 360 last night. No. <laughs> so good. Nothing to report. Just kind of classic, 
classic buzz. Just him being an absolute clown. I had a giggle. I actually agree with him. To be fair, I don't. I don't love the, the navy blue jerseys, but yeah. Anyway, it's a bit of a nothing. Bit of a storm in a teacup for mine. Yeah, classic, classic NRL three hundred and sixty storm in a teacup. Um, but yeah, maybe that's just something to think about, something to look out for in the games. Just the first, just the interaction of the players. I'm quite keen to see after that Kangaroos tour, and also. You know what I realise is going to make this Origin series so good? How many teams are in good form at the moment? Yeah, dude. So, look, I feel like as much as we were saying, you know, New South Wales is going to – I think New South Wales is probably going to win big this game, although I am worried about Queensland. I still think they're going to win pretty big, 13-plus. I'm holding true. Oh. But but when I've been thinking about it more and more after we did the special, I was like maybe the series is going to be a bit closer than we think. But who knows? But we'll find out tomorrow night. Yeah. Can't bloody wait. How good. Can't How wait. Good. Um, anything else for you? No, that's it for me from, for, for Rugby League. Uh, okay. We're getting to touch base on a bit of Premier League football. Yeah, Premier indulge League. me here because I don't actually know what's been going on. Well. All the relegations have been confirmed, right? Yes. We got, you got relegations, promotions. Uh, it's finals time for cups like the Champions League and whatnot. Uh, coming up. So we'll do a bit of a football wrap then, shall we? Yeah, let's go. Okay, we'll start off with, I think last time we were talking about football, we were talking about, um, we were talking about Real Madrid versus City. I actually watched this game. Me and Ryan got up and watched it. Yep. Uh, City absolutely destroyed Real Madrid. Just oh, yeah. F- tore was- them to absolute shreds. It was like 4-1 or yeah. 5-0 or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. 4-1 I think it was. They yeah. absolutely smashed them. Um, watching the game, it was cool. The, the formation City lined up with as well was super interesting. What they like, do? It's like they had three centre-backs, but they were quite kind of spread out. Then they had two holding midfielders behind, and then they kind of had five players in a row that would sit right up top. Right. And they were just holding the ball, just moving. They were just tearing, absolutely tearing uh, Real Madrid to shreds with their movement. It was yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Europa League final is Roma versus, oh, can I have a quick look on match day? I'll escape my mind. Roma versus Sevilla. Now, this is an interesting matchup for two reasons. One, Sevilla's record in you know, European football, more specifically the Europa League, is crazy good. Yeah. Sevilla's record is insane in this competition. They've yeah, won right. it many times. Um, especially recently when they had um oh my goodness, what's his name? The guy who was the Arsenal manager. Yuri Emray. Yeah. He won this like three times in a row with them. Yeah, right. So their team is well acquainted. They knocked out United. They've all, they always seem to knock out United in this. Or well, they also beat United in this comp a couple of years ago. They they're well acquainted with this stage. History would tell us they're the winner. However, Roma, their manager this year is the one and only Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho, the special one. The special one. Never lost a European Cup final. Has won the Europa League, Conference League, Champions League. Premier League winner, La Liga winner, Serie A winner. He's done it all. Loves the big game. So good contrast. Good contrast of like a, t- it's a team with success and a manager with success mm. in this comp. So Thursday morning. Something to look out for. 
Um, and now we'll go to, just we'll quickly jump to who got promoted in the Premier League this year. Promoted up to the Premier League, Lutton Town. There's been videos coming out of their stadium that's going to be in the Premier League next year. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a worse version of Cromer Park. Oh, really? Like it just looks like a really dodgy, shitty local ground. Yeah, right. But, you know, that'll be interesting nonetheless. And then also promoted was Sheffield United and Burnley. Couple, couple. They've been in and out those two teams at the Prem last few years. Jeez, Watford didn't do great, did they? No. Um, now to the Prem, the relegation of the Premier League. Southampton were kind of, you know, they were set. They weren't going to make it a while ago. We all knew that. Mm. Leeds. I don't know how they were even close to staying up, but apparently they were. Shocking year for them. <coughs> and then you had two pretty big clubs. Leicester only winning the Premier League what eight years ago, seven yep. years ago. Yep. And Everton, who are, you know, ever since I've been a kid, a mainstay in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, totally. Two teams fighting for relegation. Leicester, knocked out into the championship. That's crazy. So now they've got all the, they've got like James Madison and all these players, Tealman's playing in the championship. Well, they're going to have to offload. They'll probably just have to offload them. if like oh, They're not, they're not going to want to play in the championship. No. You know, people like Var- Vardy, I could imagine staying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that team... Not great. Well, good and bad for someone like Harry Suter, who's been playing for Leicester recently. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, he came in January. It's not his fault, the Australian, that they, you know, they're there because they were already around the bottom. Yeah. They probably hang, hang on, uh, hung on to Brendan Rodgers a little bit too long this year. I think they waited 12 games and they had won one before sacking him. Right. Everton lucky to be there. That's two years in a row. They've just missed out. So it's either next year they – I think next year I'd be putting a bit of money on them and getting dropped. Um, and in terms of the top of the Prem, City wrapped it up by five points, winning the Premier League, chasing down Arsenal. If you asked an Arsenal fan at Christmas if that would happen, they would have said, no, you're crazy. Yeah. One of the great chokes of our time. Yeah. And that was the most games they've won in a season apparently. Arsenal. Yep. Yeah, and they didn't win. And it was the highest percentage of a season a team has been ahead to not win a title. Wow. And Arsenal has, what, three of five of those um, stats. United in at third. Newcastle going to be playing European football next year, coming in at fourth. They'll be in the Champions League. That's good to see. So that'll be cool. Uh, you got, you know, Newcastle had quite a few injuries this year too. So if they get everyone healthy, I think they'll be, they'll be such good, so good value to watch next year. Um, then you've got Liverpool in at fifth and Brighton at sixth. Brighton playing Champions League. Well, not Champions League. Europa League football Europa next League, year. Yeah. Then Champions League final. Is that this week or next week? That is... Next week. Two weeks time. Two weeks away. Yep, City week. versus Inter. Now, you'd say City are going to absolutely destroy Inter. However, you never know. It is a Champions League final. Mm. You know, these things happen. Um, funnily enough, kind of hope Inter win. So do I. So do I. I don't want City to win. I like City to be honest, but I don't. I just like De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah. Um, just City haters. And then what else happened in football? That's about it, really. Bundesliga. Uh, Dortmund Ooh. lost in the last game. Yeah, last yeah. game. How's that? They drew. And if you go to the stat of the game. So they drew City's goal to win. Oh. So how's this? Bayern Munich's, Bayern Munich's. Bayern Munich's goal to win, sorry. 
So Bayern Munich scored in the eighth minute. Then the other team, uh, clone, clone, yeah, yeah, uh, equalised in the eighty-first minute, which meant Dortmund was still, you know, had one hand on the trophy kind of thing. Yeah, ninetieth minute or eighty-ninth minute, Musiala, Musiala scores two-one. They win the game. That is kind of a uh, what's it? You know when City won the league and they were like. You'll never see anything like this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of that spec. And then, to be fair though, even the Dortmund game had plenty of drama. Yeah, ninety-six minute, goal. ninety-six minute goal. Crazy. Um, Miss Pen. Yeah, massive. Uh, but that's kind of prem wrapped. Uh, Football wrapped. Or and then FA Cup final. You've got United versus City. Yeah, that's all I was gonna say. Uh, and that is next week. So, next <coughs> Sunday. Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday coming. Um. Go United, that's all I'll say. Go City. Stop them getting the treble. Um, yeah. That's do you want to do B-ball before we wrap this? Yeah, a bit of B-ball wrap for everyone. Uh, listen, we missed it last week, but plenty has happened in the B-ball. Lakers got swept by the Nuggets. I honestly don't think the Lakers... The Lakers actually played pretty good. They lost 4-0. They lost four games. They didn't win a game in the series. Um, it's like a best of seven scenario. The Lakers actually played well. Just the Nuggets played that much better mm. every game. Just hitting the craziest shots that you've seen. It just was like they couldn't miss in the clutch moments. Um, and then, so LeBron was out. But considering LeBron and the Lakers team just made it to the playoffs, ended up, you know, getting to the Western Conference Finals. You know, well, effectively the semifinals of the whole tournament. Pretty, pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, LeBron averaging at 38, some ungodly numbers, some insane stats. Uh, so you definitely can't pin that loss. When people try and like kind of bring down him a little bit when they lose games, it's like, mate, the guy's a freak. Yeah, There's no way you can try and say that he's not playing well. Um, but, yeah, so playoffs today, the Eastern, in the East, the Eastern Conference Finals, you had – Game seven. There hasn't been a good game seven so far, really, in this uh, playoff series. But they had Miami, who are the eighth seed in the East, versus the top seed in the East, Celtics. Went down to a game seven, and they absolutely smashed them. To be fair, they beat them about 20 points. So the the Boston team that lost have had this like massive window of winning a championship, and now they've not won an, another championship. They're not won this year, so yeah, that's pretty. Right. It's a pretty, pretty big upset for them. Uh, but I mean, everyone is pumped to see Miami in there because, you know, everyone loves Jimmy Butler or Himmy Butler, who's kind of this just guy who shows up at the playoffs and he just goes to like another level mm. and can beat anyone <clears> on the day. Yeah. Um, so it'll make it interesting because it's game because now the finals on. So you have the Denver Nuggets. Versus the Miami Heat, NBA Finals for this year, kind of two teams, two teams that you know they've got history of comps and whatnot, but they haven't been there for a while. So it's good to see kind of another contenders, other contenders come through. Um, and yeah, the matchups in this are just hectic. So I'm excited for it. Uh, yeah, should be good. Sick. Be awesome. If you can watch any of the games, watch them. My prediction, though, 
as much as I would love to see the Miami Heat win, I want the Heat to win. I want Jimmy Butler to get his championship. I think it'll be Nuggets in six. I think Nuggets in six. That's my that's my call. Just think Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Porter Jr. Too good, too strong. Yeah. Um, but I was pretty keen to see Boston get kicked out because the Celtics fans are just just the funniest to watch because they're just like. Go crazy. Yeah, right. When they win, they're the best team. When they lose, it's like the apocalypse. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, it was good to see. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the wrap. That wrapped as well. Um, anything else from you who came in? No, that's about it. Hopefully the Blues won when you guys listen to this. Yeah, when you listen to this, the Blues are hopefully have won. We're recording the day before. I'm sure you'll know all about it from us. Yeah. Uh, again, we guys hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I'm Alexander. My name's Cody. And we'll see you guys soon.